G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Hi Jenny, welcome back to 2020. Great to be with you, Neil. Jenny, always lots on the agenda and one of those very important issues, and there's been lots of elements in the news just this week, uh, issues of free speech again, back with a vengeance, uh, talking about uh, people like Sonia Kruger, the media personality, and the likes of Pauline Hanson. Of course, she's back with a vengeance as well, but free speech uh, right there, squarely back on the agenda. Well, that's right, and I think it's important in in Australian culture that people actually like to have a say. And uh, so it's interesting that on one level there's this element of uh, people speaking up, saying what they think, and and some of the population thinks, yeah, that's a great thing, they should be able to say what they think, and other people can actually engage with them in debate, and that's what we think is the appropriate position. But there's also quite a a lot of um, noise then that responds and says, oh, you know, it's racist to even talk about it. It's racist to talk about Islamic migration being a possible problem and and so on. So there's a whole move then to actually shut that down. And we see that really um, emphasised with social media. So things like Twitter where people can make comments and they retweet it and it just goes like wildfire around social media. And, um, and, And it's often critical of those who actually are speaking up. Interestingly, with Sonia Kruger, I do note, and I was following that a little bit closely myself because of the criticisms that people were making of her comments about Islam, about immigration. Uh, But uh, some of her media colleagues were all of a sudden very quick to defend her and her uh, right to be able to say the things that she uh, was expressing. Uh, Is it a case of just, this is my friend and I'm trying to defend her, or is there a sense in which uh, free speech is really something that many of those journalists in mainstream media we might have assumed are trying to close down a lot of free speech when it comes to some of these issues we talk about, uh, all of a sudden are realising that it's important? Well, I think they... (laughs) There's often that sort of criticism, oh, you know, why did you let her say that and and so on, and that often comes from outside. I guess in some senses, you know, defending your program and what you've actually been talking about, and especially if they've talked about a range of things over over time and allowed people to express a view, then it seems quite hypocritical not to do that. So I think some of it is defending their own right to to speak, as you say. But um, and, And the interesting thing in the context of her comment on the Today Show, where she was actually, it was brought up about Andrew Bolt's column, and Andrew Bolt had a comment, a, a column, where he actually looked at immigration in the context of the attacks in France and saying, well, France has had the most um, Islamic attacks in the last couple of years. We've had three major attacks. And if you look at that, then France has the highest um, percentage of Islamic migration and about 10% or 6 million people in France are actually of Muslim background. So, you know, that makes a difference. And uh, and so that that was sort of brought up. And she said, well, I actually agree with that, you know. And, you know, because we have so many problems in this area, she would actually support, you know, a stop to Muslim immigration while this sort of thing is investigated. And 
So that that's what really caused caused the problem with her comment, and um, and I think then so you've got some people supporting her, um, including some in the media, but a real. Um, problem you know like she's racist and you can't say that and all this sort of thing happening as well of course pauline hansen is back and she'll be a senator in the new senate and uh, she has a 20-year history of uh, rubbing people up the wrong way by saying what she thinks because sometimes those things have been uh, construed as having an effect on the way people internationally view Australians. Uh, but Pauline Hanson, uh, she's back, and, of course, uh, I watched the Q&A program on Monday night on the ABC, and uh, and she is regularly reported in the media. Free speech an issue, and certainly wherever Pauline goes, people will be talking about free speech. Well, I think that's right. And certainly um, I heard a little episode last week where the interviewer was actually talking um, people in, in both, both studios and talking to Pauline Hanson and Darren Hinch, and that made for a very interesting um, exchange. And Pauline was, was quite forthright in saying what she said, but also then being able to express those views. And uh, I think Darren Hinch is used to having the microphone and uh, found it difficult to, to break in and you know to actually counter some of the views of, of what Pauline was saying. Sometimes I think she's been uh, misrepresented in what she said. So when she has expressed a view and the the media will often play a little tiny clip about Asians, uh, she's come back this week and said, look, one of her candidates, one of her key management people have Asian wives. And it's it's they themselves who have actually said to her, look, there is a problem if we actually have to too much in the way of uh, immigration from some of these countries. And in particular, she was talking about um, she went on to talk about the purchase of properties by people who aren't actually living in Australia but from China and other places where, where that's actually affecting the price of houses in our property market. So, you know, it's a bigger issue, but often the media like to take a little sound clip and then they actually sort of try and portray her and put her in a box about a particular view. And that's that's often not what she's actually saying and it's certainly not how it's being received by by a lot of the people. So think, you know, sometimes the media also learnt that last time when she was there, they thought they had actually eliminated Pauline Hanson from the uh, political sphere, if you like, by actually being critical, by not giving her airtime. And she's come back because, you know, whatever she's done in terms of the campaign and been seen to be a voice that actually will speak up, that will actually express concern, um, and in this particular case, about Islam. And she is back and she's making all sorts of comments uh, and in in some sense and I'm not sure whether you know much about any of her religious foundations uh, but uh, she was certainly on Monday night defending Australia's Christian heritage even describing Australia as a Christian nation as one of the defences in speaking up against some of the immigration challenges that the nation faces uh, do you have any any background or understanding about about Pauline and uh, and those sorts of issues well, I think it's often it's important for a, a person to speak of their own, uh, I guess, their own religious views and, and in a faith position. But from my understanding, I think that's probably would represent her fairly well. And I think for her to say that herself about the Christian heritage of our nation and so on is is really her perspective on some of the views that she's actually looking at. And uh, you know, we've talked about her view on same-sex marriage, and I. I hope I didn't mislead people, but anyway, I, um, she's actually made it clear that she would prefer to leave the Marriage Act as it is and not support marriage, even though she's now talking about a referendum. And uh, I think we talked about that. The reason for the referendum is so that 
the parliament wouldn't have the right to then expand it further if they felt so inclined to perhaps include polygamy, which is obviously an issue relating to Islam. So, you know, on some of those things, she's actually got a reasonably conservative view. And, um, you know, for her to talk about Christian heritage and it being a Christian nation, I think that's actually a positive thing. But as to her personal view of faith, I think that's something that we have to let her speak about. Uh, let's talk about a issue that's in Victoria at the present time. You've been following along a youth crime summit. Uh, what issues are coming out of that youth crime summit? Well, there's to be a youth crime summit organised by the Chief Commissioner of Police here in Victoria, and that's to be held today. And I think the thing behind that is there's been an, a, really a spate of crimes carried out by young people in gangs uh, in some of the suburban areas uh, in the north and west of Melbourne. And I think that's a real concern. People are starting to talk about, are we safe on the streets? I actually heard this morning on the news, I uh, just uh, waiting to talk to you, that uh, sports stores are uh, selling out of baseball bats and that people are taking this into their own hands, saying we actually want to be safe on the streets. And I think that's a huge concern when people don't feel safe to be on the streets. And in this case, it's you know because of this crime wave of uh, carjackings, people just stopping cars and, you know, attacking people and taking their cars from them. It's not just like stealing cars. It's, it's actually quite, quite different. Um, it's interesting on the ABC this morning, people were ringing in and expressing concerns. Some people expressed a, a view that, well, if this is sort of a, you know, related to Islamic culture or other immigration ethnic groups, then one person said, well, you know, if they have three incidents of this, then we should be talking to the parents about immigration. If they won't settle in and assimilate, then maybe this is not the place for them. And, of course, others ring in. The announcer, let her have her say, um, countered that a little bit to say, well, it's not one particular ethnic group or it's not a particular religious group. Uh, We need to be careful in the way we express this. And others rang in to say she she wasn't strong enough. She should have called the person a racist and not let her have her say. Uh, To which the announcer said, look, it's important that here on the ABC we allow people to ring in and have their say. Obviously, others can can dispute that. And she actually said, well, I, I did actually tell them their view wasn't acceptable, but I did let them have their say. And I think there's an interesting balance there that people should be able to have their say. And then it's really up to the public debate where that goes. And I think the responsibility of the moderator, whether that's Q&A or whether that's, you know, on the ABC or anything else, to actually be able to counter what might be seen to be, you know, a, quite a, a strident view, if you like. Let's uh, give some attention to what's happening with the election as well. Uh, the, <clears throat> pardon me, the counting is still continuing. The seat of Herbert, there's a full recount to happen there. And, and of course, uh, we're all still waiting to see how all of the Senate uh, outworkings will be confirmed. Uh, any thoughts uh, on updates there, Jenny Stokes? Well, I think that's that's the key thing, is that Herbert, there are only eight, eight votes between the two candidates, and that will be a full recount if there are less than 100 votes. So there's been a recount called, and that's now underway. So... Um, that, that would make 77 seats, which would give the uh, coalition a comfortable majority. Now, they've got a majority in their own right at 76. They needed uh, 76 to have a majority, but they have to provide a speaker in the House of Representatives. If they have 77 seats, they can actually have a speaker of their own and then still have a majority of votes on the floor of the parliament. Um, if they only have 76, it might mean having a speaker who's from one of the other parties or the independents, and that makes things a little more difficult for them. So they'll obviously be hoping that they get their 77th seat, but it will depend, of course, on this recount, which is uh, quite uh, quite a thing to happen. 
as far as the Senate goes, we've got several weeks probably before we know all the Senate votes and who the senators, the final places in each of the Senate uh, spots will be. Have you had any contact with some of the Christian parties? Uh, because I know that there's been some, uh, in some sense, uh, maybe a slim hope of, uh, of having seats uh, for uh, parties like uh, the Christian Aligned Party Family First or the Christian Democratic Party. Have you had any uh, contact with, uh, with those Christian parties, Jenny Stokes? Look, I think the way we've sort of presented it is that here are the the known seats. I'm not into really speculation as to who they might who might be elected, and I think uh, I think we'd really just have to wait and see. So I haven't been following them up to see what their scrutineering was or what they think the vote might go. There was one piece I put in last week's news update, which actually said, look, we think these will be the way some of the extra seats will go and we've still got some of the parties in with a chance. So, for instance, CDP in New South Wales has a chance, Family First, a possible but probably an outside chance in South Australia. So that was an interesting little analysis. Apart from that... I always sort of say, let's see, when the votes are counted, then we'll actually know. (laughs) Well, always great getting your insights into a whole lot of issues that are shaping our nation and uh, certainly always appreciate uh, the way you can bring a biblical Christian worldview perspective on so many of these issues. And I'll point people to the Salt Shakers website. Simply Google Salt Shakers and uh, you'll find some uh, interesting articles there, updates and lots of links and good information to inform you about things that are happening around the nation and uh, some things that are quite controversial too. And, and just a, a quick note that there is uh, a, a segment in your current uh, front page of your website, uh, Jenny Stokes, uh, that deals with uh, an issue of an HIV report. Uh, that came out and uh, and without going into details there people can get a lot of detail about uh, this particular report just to inform them about some issues that are are happening with the uh, the homosexual community well i think that that's right and one of the things that picked it up a couple of weeks ago there was an article about the end of aids but hiv is still a problem but these Australian researchers didn't mention that there's a far higher risk of getting HIV in the homosexual community. And in newly acquired HIV infection, 84% of the newly acquired HIV infections are men who have sex with men, homosexual or bisexual men. And we need to be getting that message out, especially to the younger people who aren't hearing the message, and they've actually got the highest rate of increase. So yesterday I followed up with some more figures from around the world, the US and the UK. And I think we need to be aware of the problems and actually making sure that our young people are aware of the the additional health risks um, in, in homosexual activity. Uh, Jenny Stokes, great getting your insights as usual. Uh, just simply Google salt shakers. Jenny, we'll talk again next week. Thanks for being with us on 2020. Great to be with you now. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.